It's a well-known fact that more people fear flying than driving. And that was true even before September the 11th, 2001. This is because, as psychology professor David Myers has said, we fear what we can't control. That's a very good insight. We fear what we can't control. He says we fear flying more than driving because we feel we are in control of the car. But we know we're not in control of the plane. In today's Gospel story, this well-known text from Matthew chapter 14, Peter walked on the water in faith, but then he sank in fear. And that fear was rooted in what he could not control, namely the weather. Scripture says Peter got out of the boat and began to walk on the water toward Jesus. But when he saw how strong the wind was, he became frightened. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. When he saw how strong the wind was. Before that moment, he was doing just fine. In fact, he was doing a lot better than just fine. He was doing what was humanly impossible. 99.9999999% of the human race cannot walk on water unless it's frozen. <laughs> and this wasn't the frozen stuff. He had his eyes on Jesus, meaning that he was totally unconcerned with what he couldn't control. It didn't matter to him. And that's why he was able to do this. But once he took his eyes off the Lord, the uncontrollable suddenly grabbed his attention. And that was the beginning of the end of his little stroll on the lake. There are many things, my brothers and sisters, in this life that we cannot control, no matter how hard we try. Certain aspects of our health, for example, we can do our best to take care of our body through diet, good diet, good exercise, yearly checkups with our physician, but in spite of our best efforts, it's still possible to come down with a serious disease. And some of you know this from experience. We can't control the terrible drivers out there on the highway. We're, of course, the good drivers. They're the bad ones. We can't control them, can we? Unfortunately. We cannot control, as we have found out in recent months, the, control, the, the price of gas. That's beyond our power. We can't control the weather. We can't control what other people say about us. We can't control what other people do to hurt us. You who are parents, I'm sure you wish you could control your children in this way, but you can't. They will disobey you, you can be sure. They will hurt you at times. In spite of all the good things you've tried to teach them, in spite of the great example you are striving to give them. If we really stop and think about all the events and circumstances of our lives, 
we will realize that the vast majority of what we have to deal with each and every day is totally, completely beyond our control. But notice I said the majority. The majority is not all. The majority is not everything. And that's good news, or at least it should be good news, because it means that there are some things, some aspects of our lives that we can control successfully if we choose to. And these things, believe it or not, have a direct impact on how we deal with all of the uncontrollable stuff. That stuff that sometimes causes us to be fearful. Here, Simon Peter serves as a great example, I think. As I noted at the beginning of my homily, he could not control the weather that day on the Sea of Galilee. He couldn't stop the wind. He couldn't calm the waves that were thrashing the apostles' boat about. But he did have the power to control his mind. He did have the power to control his own thoughts in the midst of it all. And he did that very well, at least for a brief period of time. That's when he walked on the water. He had his mind centered on the Lord. He had his eyes riveted on Jesus. He put his complete and total focus on his Savior. And he acted fearlessly, did he not? You don't step out of a boat in the middle of a big lake like that if you've got fear in your heart. Even though he was in the midst of a situation that he couldn't control in any way, he had no fear within him. But then he chose to focus his attention somewhere else. He made that faithful decision to take his mind and eyes off Jesus Christ, and he allowed himself to be distracted by what was uncontrollable. And that, as they say, was the beginning of the end. Like Peter, we can also control our choices, especially our choices regarding Jesus Christ and our Catholic faith. We can choose, for example, to take the teachings of the Church seriously and to strive every day to apply them to every aspect of our lives out there in the world. We can do that if we choose. We can choose to nourish and strengthen our relationship with Christ every day through prayer. And I don't just mean one prayer at the beginning of the day and one prayer at the end. I mean giving the Lord some quality time. We can choose to do that, and we will be stronger. We can choose to nourish our relationship by receiving the Eucharist more frequently. You know, we have Mass here every day, and sometimes, praise God, we have between 80 and 120 people. In fact, that's the normal crowd. See, there are people who believe this. We can choose to read at least one small passage of the Bible every day so that our thoughts get in line with God's Word. We can choose to read books that will build up and not undermine our faith. I think of how many Catholics get into books like the Da Vinci Code and it beats their faith to death. 
No wonder they're so fearful. No wonder they're so weak in faith. We have to make better reading choices, and we can. We can choose to strengthen or repair, if necessary, our relationship with Jesus by going to confession on a regular basis. If we choose to take positive spiritual steps like those every day, all of which are under our control, they'll make a difference. They will have a direct positive impact on how we deal with all of that other stuff that we can't control. Common sense should tell us we will be spiritually stronger in the midst of those uncontrollable events and consequently less fearful. Once again, look at Simon Peter. This man, who literally freaked out in the midst of some bad weather on the Sea of Galilee, this same man later went to his death fearlessly. Obviously, he had changed. Obviously, he had grown. Obviously, he had made the right choices. And his death, remember, was no ordinary death. This guy was crucified upside down near the obelisk that now stands in St. Peter's Square in Rome. In fact, some theorize that that was the last thing that Peter saw when he was alive, was that obelisk. Looks like the Washington Monument, smaller version of it, in St. Peter's Square. That was the location of Nero's Circus, where Peter was executed. Jesus had predicted it, right? Jesus had said to him, Peter, when you were a young man, you fastened your belt, you went about as you pleased. But when you are older, you're going to stretch out your hands, they're going to tie you fast and carry you off against your will. I don't know about you, but that would have scared me. Peter could not control Nero. Peter could not control the Romans who condemned him to death. But he could control his inner response to their condemnation. And he did. This time he made the right choice and he stuck with it. This time he chose to keep his eyes, the eyes of his heart, the eyes of his soul, riveted on Jesus Christ and firmly fixed on Jesus until the end. And he had no fear. So today's lesson really is very simple. By controlling what we can control in life, we strengthen ourselves to face all of those things that we can't control. And this can eliminate or at least lessen our level of fear. Perhaps even our fear of flying.